The holidays can be a depressing time of the year. You said it. Don't let this very special time of year become a nightmare for you. Call 1-800-555-YULE and talk to someone who cares. Dogs Unlimited. Um, may I speak to Santa Claus, please? Huh? I need to talk to Santa right away. It's very important. Uh, I think maybe you got the wrong... Let me talk to Santa! All right! This is Santa Claus. How can I help you? Oh, hi, Santa. It's me, Angelica. Oh, yes. Hello, Angelica. I just wanted to find out if I'm on the good list or the bad list this year. Hmm, let me check with one of my elves. Oh, yes, Angelica, you're on the... Oh, yes, you're on the bad list. Thanks for calling. Waiting for you. Every day, Nickelodeon. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm here today. My name's Brett. He's back. <laughs> Welcome to episode 36. Uh, today is a versus episode, and we're mm-hmm. going to be talking Doug's Christmas story versus Rugrats, the Santa experience. Yeah, two holiday classics. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, both aired in December of their years. Uh, Rugrats was 92. And... <laughs> really? In December, huh? Really? Of, of a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rugrats, uh, December 6, 1992. Yeah. And do you have Doug, Doug's yeah, date? Doug was December 16th, 1994. If Brett's here, that means it's a versus. <laughs> I only get invited for the verses. You said you like doing the verses. I do, I do like them, but, you know, maybe episode <laughs> review would be nice. Oh, all right. I was under the distinct impression you wanted these verses. <laughs> I do like them. I like watching two people against each other. So. Oh, yeah, okay. And then I get to decide. <laughs> You know, it's just versus from like, yeah. the just, judge. Yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> well, that'll uh, come back when we start talking about Doug judging. Eh, there's a lot of judgment in the episode. Oh, uh, uh, judging. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very loose connection. Like, where is he but... <laughs> going with this one? And then I realized that, oh, yeah, there's a whole court scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. We were last week. Andrew and I were talking about some of our favorite gifts we've gotten on uh, Christmas, whether it's like a kid or recently, um, or just Christmas in general. Things that stand out to you about it. Are you a Christmas fan? I am a fan of Christmas. Um, not so much a believer in the religious aspects of Christmas, but the general spirit of giving and being around family and friends and decorating houses and yeah. The, and so forth. The blinking lights. Yeah, blinking lights are fine. Uh, I do Big enjoy fan. them. Uh, growing up, we were never allowed to have them on because my father got dizzy watching them. So um, naturally, we teased him very often. With oh boy! Lights. As you two probably are aware, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, your dad was is one of a kind. Um, well, cool. Uh, I don't know. What about you? Any any like distinct holiday memories? Hmm. Direct decorations? I always kind of liked those big plastic light up like Santa and uh, snowman things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no particular reason. Just kind of cool to me. Yeah. How do you uh, feel about the giant lawn 
blow up Santas <laughs> that are sweeping over suburban America these days. I, I'm for them, I guess. I can never imagine putting that much effort into this, that... but... Well, I think that those are kind of lack of effort. It's just you buy this thing. <laughs> I don't know. You plug it in and it blows up and it looks like you have this amazing display, but really it's one yeah. giant thing that's just sewn together. Like you didn't really put too much effort into hanging lights or It's not as quite as impressive as lights. Like a really intricate light song. display. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just seems like a cop out. Like a <laughs> fake Christmas tree. Well, the the big rage these days is the uh, the light in the lawn that just you know sparkles the house up a little bit. And that seems like a real cheat. <laughs> oh yeah, I I actually don't understand those at all. Like they kind of look dumb. I guess. I, guess, like, I think they look kind of cool actually. Yeah, like, well, like, you could they, see them from so far away. And they... True, but it's a total cop out, and it just lights up your entire house, <laughs> not just like around the windows or yeah. gutter or whatever. Yeah. It's your entire house is just these moving lights. And most of the time it flashes onto the house next door because it's such a wide <laughs> angle of display. And it's just like, if I'm that neighbor, I'd be like, dude, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want light this on touching my house. My house. <laughs> out of here. Oh. Well, that's oh. the Christmas spirit Boy, there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like I just uh, bah humbug all over <laughs> modern day. Yeah, Christmas, but, you know the, the classic arrangements I enjoy. People make their house look like a gingerbread house. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. that is pretty cool. cool. Uh, last week we talked about the Secret World of Alex Mack, the gift. Yeah. Um, I think we were both kind of whatever on it. Yeah, kind of liked it better than I thought it was going to be though. Yeah, certainly. Uh, we liked the holiday spirit. It wasn't overwhelmingly a great episode, yeah. but um, we we of course love hearing from you guys. Uh, and so we'll read a couple letters here. Um, Justin, our old pal, uh, wrote us about Alex Mack the Gift. And so Just, Justin says, Not much to say about the episode uh, reviewed. I enjoyed Alex Mack more when it aired. I did rewatch this episode today. It was alright. Maybe 2.5 Krub stars? Not a bad holiday episode. Um, a couple things. He says, Alex Mack was the first crush of everyone I knew, including myself. Yeah, yeah. Same standard. (laughs) I was more, um, I liked her, but, uh, I really liked Winona Ryder when I was a kid. (laughs) So, how do you feel about her now? She's an older woman. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't even think about her, like, like her attractiveness anymore. I just only know her through Stranger Things, and, um, not really a fan of her before. Oh. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> uh, he says, um, also from the Alex Mack episode, commission can be a viable source of income if you're a strong hustler. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and Ray was That's a strong true. hustler. Yeah, we didn't talk about it, but Ray's manager in that episode is just blown away by his yeah. skill. <laughs> Uh, and he says, I always wanted to see how Alex Mack would fare off if her arch enemy was a mop. <laughs> yeah, solid, <laughs> solid point. <laughs> um, I like it. He said, my favorite Christmas gifts as a kid uh, was, num- one, uh, Ninten- Nintendo 64. I remember asking for a couple Super Nintendo games and got surprised by the system, a memory card, 
Mario 64, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy on that morning. The reaction was captured on VHS. I need to have it converted because it blows the viral N64 reaction out of the water. <laughs> uh, that's the same. I mean, we mentioned 64 last week. Yeah. Um, and I just remembered something about it. Uh, it came out a year after PlayStation. So I think that just like added to the want for it because some of my friends like had mm-hmm. playstation and they were talking about it for a year beforehand yeah. and, and, uh, i think it just depends what you grew up with i some people still like diehard playstation sega and i would yeah. go, when i'd go over to a friend's house who had playstation sega i'd be like oh boy this is gonna be a long <laughs> night and, and thinking like n64 and super super like really superior but that's just what I had at my house, so yeah. of course I thought it was superior. But I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just not. You're you're probably more unbiased than I am because you really have tried more gaming. Yeah, systems. I was always Nintendo. Yeah. My, my favorite gift growing up was the Sega Genesis because yeah. no one else had it. <laughs> like, Did I you notice go. a drop off in friends coming over to the house? <laughs> no, not really. Um, but it was just like every house had a Super Nintendo or yeah. a Nintendo, yeah. and. If I wanted to play those games, I can just go over there. But like at Sega, like that was or in my house, it was mine. Like it was Sega. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only one who has this. I can enjoy yeah. Sonic Spinball, and no one else can. And it just made it better. It did. Because one day I stayed home from school sick, and I beat the whole thing. Wow. That's a memory that probably only eight other kids have. <laughs> I mean. Listen, I met you because I became friends with Alan, and if you don't remember Alan, he was a caller on uh, favorite one-time, one-off characters, yeah. uh, and Alan enticed me to come over to his house for the first time because he was the only person I knew that had a GoldenEye at that time, and uh, the rest is history. Went and played GoldenEye, I think Chris was there, eventually met you, so Nintendo 64, bond, forging friendships for yeah. decades. <laughs> Uh, he also said that he remembers his first good skateboard. He got a flip Tom Penny board and couldn't wait to use it as soon as the snow melted. Uh, and he also remembers getting no effects so long and thanks for all the shoes CD. Uh, you guys were spot on about the listening experience of music back then, and I remember this was the only CD I ever asked for as a gift. The newest release by my favorite band for Christmas 1997. Uh, and finally, he says he remembers getting Hasbro WWF action figures. These were annual gifts I would get excited for and remember snooping to see if Santa had got, <laughs> got them. Yeah, I had a... I snooped a little. Really? Yeah, yeah, just a few times when I was desperate. I don't think I ever did. No. Yeah. Not purposely. Oh, I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, all the time. I knew exactly what they were at. They, well, they weren't even, like, really hidden. They were just in my parents' room. <laughs> and then, finally, he gives us his favorite Christmas movies. We were talking a little bit about that last week. Uh, number three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. which I think oh, yeah. is your number one. Number two, A Christmas Story, yeah. and then number one, Home Alone. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. can't believe we didn't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I said A Christmas Story, but honestly, I'd probably rather watch Home Alone. Mm. When it's on, I just, I can't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks, Justin. We always love hearing yeah. from you. Our next email is from Corey, who says... 
Hey guys, all caps. Love it. Uh, still loving the cast, and Christmas is my favorite time of year, so looking forward to what you guys have for December. Just wanted to share my top Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Number five, The Santa Claus, which also I really like a lot, actually. Yeah. Nope. Thumbs down. Oh, Two big thumbs down. Okay, four, A Christmas Story. Okay, yeah. Uh, three, Jingle all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't believe That's, we haven't brought that up. It is. I was actually just thinking of mine right now, and it's on it. Yeah, it's it's really underrated. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, two is Christmas Vacation, mm. and one is Home Alone one and two tied. That's a no, no, and Corey. That's a cheat. That's a cheat. We've cheated a little. That's a, I, that's I a know. top six. I, I know. Top six yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know, Corey, which one is one and which one is two. Well, I'd say since one comes first. Well, yeah, I don't know. He does say Jingle All the Way needs more love. Yeah, you got Arnold, Sinbad, oh Phil yeah. Hartman, <laughs> who's very good in it. Um, you got a whatever the kid that played Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> uh, Lloyd, whatever uh, Jake. Yeah, Lloyd, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Martin Mull. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really great for a um, like totally original story. Yeah. Like now it's, re- it's really fun. You just don't get that kind of comedy anymore. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, Simbad bringing a bomb into the radio station. <laughs> that's 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 a fun Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, any. You mentioned you like Jingle All the Way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't had time to really think about it, but uh, Jingle All the Way is definitely up there. Home Alone. Uh, I know you guys are probably going to think it's stupid, but it's really good for me. I enjoy Elf. Oh, oh no. I love it. And I, really I just feel like, like much, but... Elf kind of... Yeah. Uh, I just want to set the record straight that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, so anyone who oh puts boy. that on their list, oh boy. Uh, your list is null and void, in my opinion. It just happens on or around Christmas. Mm, yeah. No, oh, no. Uh, I'll go to Bat for Elf. Another weird Christmas and movie. Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge, yes. yes. Of course, sir. Another weird Christmas movie like that that's like half Christmas is Gremlins. Yeah. It's... I think you it's know, it takes place yeah. during Christmas, but it's not like full on Christmas. Yeah, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween movie mm. or Christmas movie? It's definitely a Halloween movie. Really? I feel like it's more Christmas than Halloween. Oh, it's spooky. It's scary. <laughs> I know, but the whole thing's about Christmas. Get re- getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, I read the title of the movie. Yeah, it's in the title. <laughs> I do. Th- I only ask because I saw an article recently where Tim Burton said definitively he considers it a Halloween movie. But, huh. but I'm with you. I, when I, I get a Christmas vibe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, my favorite Christmas time movie is Love Actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, that counts. That counts. It is just a spectacular rom-com. Top of the charts. <laughs> I've never seen it. What? I... <laughs> what are you doing? never thought I needed to until now. It's. I'm it's... just. I am speechless. Without speech. <laughs> Colin Firth, at the top of his game. I'm aware of him. Uh, you know, Some he's other fine. People whose names are escaping me. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Taken. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's fine. Mariah Carey's song. We all know it. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's <that's> British. <laughs> you like this? No, I think it's whatever. It's yeah. I, it's a Christmas movie, but it, I'm not. I don't, okay. It's fine. It's whatever. Okay. 
Um, but I'll tell you what is Christmas. These rug, this Rugrats and Doug <laughs> episode. They, they sure are, are. They are. I think one much more than another, but um, huh, we'll, we'll get really? into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's strange that you would argue for my episode. I mean, if one's more than the other. I see what you we, did there. We shall see. Well, we wait. shall see. So, yeah, today I'm defending Rugrats the Santa Experience. And I'm defending Doug's Christmas Story. Mm, there Doug goes again with those <laughs> thoughtful titles. Yeah. I'm so glad someone said it. Okay, okay. <laughs> as soon as uh, I heard those titles earlier and I was like, oh, come on, Doug, again? <laughs> well, there's no possible tie. There's no possible possibility of a tie today, so. Yeah. Because um, we got five categories. You want to tell them what it is? Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about the story, the setting, humor, the Christmas spirit, and the moral. Yeah, the moral of the story. As I assumed there would be one in each (laughs) Christmas-related story, which there kind of is. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, So where do you want to start? I think stories. Let's lay it all out there. Uh, So if you haven't seen these episodes, they're on both... Both have DVD sets. Both are on Hulu, um, and you can certainly watch them for free on YouTube and Daily Motion. So if you want to check them out before we start talking about it, that's always fun to do, I think. Um, but we're going to spoil the stories. Yeah. And we're also, if there's any kids around, we're also going to talk about Santa and being real or not. So you might. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Good call. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still unsure. Still unsure. <laughs> All right, so let's start with story. Okay, um, so Doug's Christmas story. Uh, it starts out with Doug and his friends ice skating, and this is just a real quick synopsis. Uh, yeah. BB goes off near some, uh, what do you call it? Broken ice. Thin ice. Thin ice. <laughs> and Porkchop saves her by biting onto her leg and dragging her out of the ice, and... Um, the town kind of like blames him, thinking that he hurt her and attacked her. Yeah. Oh, my leg! Somebody help! Are you alright, baby? I saw the whole thing. You poor thing! What happened? Porkchop attacked baby. What? Porkchop? He what? Phoebe, are you okay? My leg! I saw the whole thing. He came up behind her and bit her. Porkchop, bad dog! Um, and until finally Doug eventually, like, convinces them to investigate a little bit more, <laughs> which I think they should have done maybe from the beginning, but... Uh, and kind of some social commentary there, too. About how quick news can spread. All oh, the yeah. yeah. But, you know, story we'll for get that. <laughs> um, and uh, finally, the town's convinced that he was saving her. Because she falls in. She actually yeah. falls in. Wow. Pretty ridiculous. Ending. Very quick synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I skipped over the... Uh, courtroom scene there's a courtroom scene doug kind of canvassing the neighborhood to convince all of his neighbors that pork chop is a good dog yeah 
Um, but kind of simple story though, setup really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll try to match the simplicity. Uh, <laughs> so Rugrats starts. Uh, kids are at the mall. They're seeing a mall Santa. Uh, Angelica reveals that the Santa is fake as she goes screaming, "Run for your lives!" Hold on. If you're really Santa, how come you don't know this stuff already? Well. Uh... Hey, wait a minute. You're not the real Santa Claus. You're a phony. Hey. Oh, Santa Claus is a fake. Run for your lives! <laughs> Uh, and um, so then the episode is kind of framed around that Angelica perhaps doesn't believe in Santa anymore. The adults in the episode really want to keep the Christmas spirit alive, so they plan a little trip to a cabin to kind of celebrate Christmas all together. Uh, and kind of in between all that, you know, Tommy and Chucky are debating whether Santa is scary or not. Angelica has been, um, <laughs> she has become aware of the premise that Santa leaves coal for kids who are bad and. Angelica has played a mean trick on Phil and Lil, and so she's she's grappling with that, whether she'll get Cole or not. Um, and the adults are just trying to kind of, you know, put together a nice Christmas for the uh, family. I would say that's pretty much... Now, can I give away the ending? Oh, yeah, so I guess we might as well just spoil it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so when they're at the cabin... Um, they, they, they had, they called a Santa for hire to convince the kids, you know, that Santa is real. Uh, and so Santa shows up and he delivers gifts, gifts for the kids, proving to Tommy and Chucky that Santa is not scary, uh, and proving to Angelica that she is a good little girl. Although she does find a little piece of coal in her playset. Uh, and then the rent-a-Santa calls them saying, sorry, I can't make it in revealing you know this is one of the few rugrats episodes i can ever remember with a twist that yeah. that was actually santa who had showed up uh delivered the gifts and um yeah i think christmas in particular is like a holiday for stretching the stretching reality i guess yeah. in a lot of shows you know even shows that stay very right. serious I do feel that that plot line happens a lot, though, where it's like, was yeah. it Santa or not? And then it yeah. hands out <laughs> and, like, oh, 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 yeah. flies by. No one ever thought of it scene. before. Um, and it's a good twist. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I did. I had seen the episode before, but I had forgotten the twist. And so I kind of did a little double take, like, that was Santa? Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of, in a nutshell, yeah. the story there. So what I like about uh, the Doug episode over the Rugrats one is that it's an original Christmas story, but it's really reminiscent of a lot of other classic Christmas stories, um, as opposed to Rugrats, which is like, uh, I mean, it's original, but it's that gift of the Magi uh, tale mm -hmm. where um, Angelica's tricking Phil and Lil with the presents. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's been done a lot, you know. I think it's kind of overdone. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would, I think there's a lot of very relatable stuff about the story from being a kid. Um, the, the dilemma of if, is Santa real? Um, okay. I, I would, I would say this is very relatable to you and I, um, just to share a little story. Uh, one year, Andrew and I were determined once and all for all to prove whether, uh, Santa was real. And so just like Tommy and Chucky, we set our own booby trap, uh, where we actually left a note in the fireplace inside because you would have to see it if he was coming down. And we told him, <laughs> if you are real, you will leave your hat. 
right? Yeah. And um, he left his hat all right <laughs> because your mom overheard us. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, no, 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 no. We went to my house and my mom overheard us talking about it and then called your mom to let her know the note was in the fireplace. Um, not saying it, Santa didn't leave it. <laughs> I'm just saying we were not sly. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so like when I was watching this, this kind of made me laugh just because, I mean, we were a lot older than Tommy and Chucky, but we were doing our own little plan to kind of catch uh, what was happening. I like the story because it like kind of, you see the adult perspective too of Christmas, of trying to keep the Christmas spirit alive for the kids and what can we do to make things fun. Um, it plays It plays with like all the classic christmas traditions of getting presents or getting coal um well let me just add about doug okay i'm thinking about it okay that uh i like that it's not about gifts Mm -hmm. it's a very rare especially kids episode of something that's not like centered around gifts Mm -hmm. totally i mean there is gift giving but um you know that's not yeah the overall uh plot yeah um yeah i just feel like the doug episode is from start to finish unrelatable um it i don't know who on earth would tune in for a doug christmas episode wanting to watch like whether pork chop is going to be euthanized it just it felt like a very down like even for doug it felt like kind of a downer episode take him away boys you can relax now citizens we're putting that dog away for good wait what happened stop Let's go! Watch out! Uh, and just just to say, both of these episodes were stretched. Uh, typically, these are two-part type episodes, so both go about 20 minutes. Um, and so I felt like there was a lot of frustrating stuff I thought about the Doug story. I thought, like, right from the start, you're not guessing at anything. Like, you see the thin ice sign and you're like, oh, yeah, Porkchop was that trying to was save her. I gotta spend 18 more minutes watching <laughs> Doug try to convince people that Porkchop was trying to save her. That's not super fun. Uh, so, like, you get frustrated by the injustice of what was happening a little bit. Um, I didn't like that there wasn't a whole lot of Skeeter. There wasn't a whole lot of Patty. Um, they, were, they were there, but just, like, at little, little, little cameos. Um... And yes, yeah, but just, it was really a Doug and his dog story. And that yeah. that's the other part, which is like this felt like it could have been any Doug episode except they added a bunch of snow and like Christmas lights. Um it didn't it it did not hmm. it did not stand out to me as like this is uniquely a Christmas story where the Rugrats episode doesn't I exist unless it's Christmas. I pretty well disagree with that. Okay, I mean the okay. snow adds to it, but uh-huh. I don't want to I don't want to go too much into that because I'm going to be talking about yeah, it, it momentarily. Setting. Yeah. Um uh, but, I don't know, the Rugrats is just, like, that same kind of thing you see over and over again. Uh, gifts and I think Santa. That, I, do I think, mean, I like it, but yeah. I, I did enjoy both episodes, too, yeah. actually. Um, but Doug just felt more like a traditional Christmas story to me. I guess, like, uh, like um, the, what's the Jimmy Stewart It's a good one? life. Yeah, yeah. Or, um... It's a Wonderful Life, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's a, wonderful a Good Life, life. is a Twilight yeah. episode about a kid sending people to a field. <laughs> um, great Christmas Twilight Zone, not to get off the oh, yeah. topic. But Night of the Meek. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, that, or like um, A Christmas Carol or something like that, mm-hmm. had that same kind of feel to me. So I, I just think it really fit the Christmas bill. But oh, we'll talk about that as well. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I just I think from start to finish, Rugrats gave you more story. I mean, gave you more bang for your buck. If you're going to have a 20-minute episode, there was, like, more to follow in the Rugrats and kind of pay attention to. Like, there was different character stories happening, like, at least four or five different character stories happening. Every Actually, Rugrats utilizes almost every main character in a unique way, so every character in the episode has something going on. Like, all the families, the parents are there. Uh, where Doug, I feel like, is very... Uh, well, similar, it's a squeezed Similarly, story. Doug uses like all the extended characters from the Doug universe. You get to really see the very whole town. briefly, very briefly courtroom and outside ice skating. But I'm saying they're there, but they're there as like decoration. Yeah, but it's it feels good to see all the characters. Kind of hollow. Seals. Oh, there's a lot of characters talking though too. The mayor, the judge, characters that we've never seen before. Like it, yeah. it's good. Okay. Extends the Doug universe. I think makes yeah. it feel bigger. I, I'm with you. I didn't dislike either episode. I just thought it was a stretch on the story. I felt like that is actually a Doug story that could have been told in 11 minutes. It could have been a, like a, a part episode. It felt mm. like a lot of Doug wandering around and figuring out how to save Porkchop and begging people. It was a little thin. Well, I I mean, on that same note, uh, I think the Rugrats episode really could have been half the length if they no just way. yes if, if all the stuff that happened at the cabin yeah. just happened at the house and they just didn't go anywhere it would have just saved oh, so but, much time but in that, that setting of the ca- yeah. well, i mean again Is that not story to... or setting yeah well i'm saying that that <laughs> one setting like kind of extended the story almost unnaturally no be, no 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 because the parents they're freaked out that in Christmas might be ruined for Angelica, and so they're brainstorming of how they can make things special for the kids. Yeah. And so going to a new location is a fun fun activity. Yeah. Okay. Um, I when I was a kid, Christmas was always kind of disappointing. The best gift I ever got was a rubber glove and a tug depressor. I'm just afraid it'll be the same for Chucky. I just wish I could do something to reaffirm Angelica's faith in Santa. Hey, I know! Let's rent a place up in the mountains and do it upright! A real white Christmas! What a great idea! We can chop down our own tree and sing carols and open our presents up there on Christmas morning. I'll call the travel agent and get a cabin. I'll go buy some lights and ornaments. I'll drink a couple of quarts of eggnog and fall asleep in front of the TV. All right, here you. <laughs> okay. Well. No further questions. Okay, let's talk about setting. Okay. So, as you mentioned earlier, unusual for Doug mm. is the winter setting. Yeah. Uh, not many episodes, I don't think, take place during the winter. So it's like it's kind of jarring to is he jump even into pants. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really weird. And I, uh, <laughs> I actually had to do a quick Google search. I'm like, does he normally wear shorts? Yeah. It's like, oh wow. He's, like when he's inside, yeah. like talking to his parents. Not like obviously when he's outside, he's like in a full snow state. But yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some of the uh, just settings that we're in in the episode are the neighborhood, the court, and Doug's mind. All settings that we don't normally see. Doug's mind is almost every episode. But it was done in a different way. I don't mean like Doug imagining. Mm-hmm. It was like as if all the characters in his head were in a control the control room of his mind. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't talk about that part of the story, but yeah. um Quailman who who Race all Canyon. Canyon, yeah. Um, um Yeah, so they all kinda converge into one space to figure yeah. out how to help Forge up. Ah, you Quailman? You know who I am? I read your comic books all the time. 
But what are we doing here? Something about a missing dog, I believe. Smash Adams! Two moths, stirred, not shaken. So you're behind this? Not hardly. But then, who could have sent for us? I did, gentlemen. I brought you here because you're the three greatest heroes in the world. And together, we're going to get Port Chop back. Um, so that's pretty cool, I thought. Like, all these all these settings that we don't normally get to see in a regular episode. Yeah. Um, but also, the, decorate, the Christmas decorations are everywhere. Um, and it's just kind of a muted feel to it, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. the colors. Yeah. Like, it's a winter day. Yeah. Even for a Doug episode, yeah. it's, like, really... I don't mean bland in a bad way, but yeah. it's, yes, muted's but, a good word. But I think all these uh, things really are evocative of Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Especially compared to how Doug, Doug normally looks. This is a total, like, change of setting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... For my episode, just like yours, there's a mall sequence. Uh, my episode starts there. Doug and Judy go looking for gifts. They go to like a sports mm -hmm. store called Grunt Punt. <laughs> kind of nice little weird <laughs> name for a sports store. Yeah, pretty creative. Um, we're at the Pickles house, of course. Can't have a Rugrats episode without the Pickle house. Um, you're at Angelica's house briefly when she's having her uh, dream sequence. Mm, yeah. um, so she has, you think she's woke, she wakes up on Christmas morning and it's like this weird sequence of Santa, like just like <laughs> unpiling coal on her. Um, there's the car ride where they're riding through the mountains and singing jingle bells. Um, there's the actual cabin itself, which I thought was a nice new setting in Rugrats because Rugrats can often get stuck in one place. And this episode felt like it was determined to find a way out of the house. Um, they go down, they cut out, they cut down trees a little bit, like, they're out in the snow a little bit, um, sledding, things like that, um, and then they're, the only other, like, quick locations you see in the episode are, uh, when Angelica calls the call station, and there's the guy who picks up the phones in, like, a radio <laughs> station, and then there's also the fake Santa who calls off, uh, his house where he's just, like, in his, like, wife beater and boxers, and... Hello? Yeah, this is Drew Pickles. Uh, Mr. Pickles, uh, this is Barney Stevenson, the Santa Experience. I I'm calling for my car phone. You see, my car skidded off the road, and I'm not going to be able to make it tonight to do the Santa thing. C can we reschedule? Mr. Pickles? What do you mean you can't make it? I hate Christmas. So there's, like, I feel like more than a few Rugrats episodes, you get a few more locations. Um, so. Yeah, um, I didn't love the cabin hmm. in particular like i thought for a cabin it was a little oh, no, too had, not that, rustic enough i oh, wanted no, to you had more that big arching window looking out at the it snow looked, i mean it would be nice in real life but i <laughs> it was definitely a like tourist vacation yeah, cabin, yeah. not yeah. like your cabin in the woods right right right, like, right stashed away in the middle of nowhere which actually surprised me because i thought when they said they were going to go to a cabin yeah. it would be like roll your yeah. eyes rustic cabin oh i would I'd prefer it to be more cabiny. Well, I'm saying I'd rather go to a rustic cabin. Oh, okay. but I was surprised they made like a real decision yeah. of like if there's this giant family with five babies, you're gonna get this like lodge type. Yeah, thing. I guess that's true. Um, well, I didn't think it was particularly like great looking. I mean, the windows was cool, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think some of the settings in Doug 
take away from like the Christmas feel, like the court. I didn't like being in the courtroom. It's definitely a um, bigger Doug story. Yeah, I mean, it just encompasses more. And I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense that the whole town gets involved with Doug's. Well, I mean, it's it's not that crazy, I guess. A dog that. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, how elaborate I, I, was yeah, that dog? I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a str- it's a stretch, I think, even for Doug, that the whole town cares about what happens to Port Jet. Um. Well, I don't know. I mean, all the characters do know each other well in the series. It wouldn't happen in real life, probably like this. But yeah. I mean, it I might could, in a small town like that, maybe. where BB's the affluent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her dad has power. So yeah, people that's true. would care about that story. It would leak. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about the dog pound much, but uh, that was it. Was kind of a weird thing. I it thought. was almost like a dream. Actually, like his dream scene yeah. was trying to find, but it was real life. It was like a barbed wire, <laughs> blocked off dog pound that had seemingly one thousand dogs in it, <laughs> and three different levels of security for the dogs. Anything else for Sadie? Uh, No, I think that pretty much covers it for me. Very good. Um, No further questions. Well, let's talk about humor. All right. Um, So the Doug episode wasn't like, didn't have a lot of really funny moments. It was more of a serious episode. But there were, there was one moment that was like, that I thought was pretty good. Um, Maybe we should hear some of the uh, courtroom, the people in the courtroom (laughs) here. Mrs. Wirtz, when you went to Peakville to visit your Aunt Maxie, who babysat little Jimmy and Jeffy? Porkchop. And Mr. and Mrs. Larkin, when your house burned down, who was there the next morning with hammer and nails and a big batch of cookies, too? Porkchop. He lent me 20 bucks. He helped me fix my transmission. He saved my hair. Hmm. So while Ju- while Doug is trying to convince everyone in the courtroom that uh, Porkchop is innocent and good and he's helped them a lot uh he has this little interaction with the judge let's hear and judge peterson who was there after your daughter got in that accident who taught her to walk again well i helped a little your honor now pork chop needs our help so <laughs> so what the judge says is kind of funny but what doug is saying is not it's supposed so to be ridiculous alive. though <laughs> i think that whole scene up, is like... supposed to be funny because some of the things that pork chop has done yeah. are just so outlandish like yeah. who watched your kids when you were gone for that weekend like i mean they don't say how old the kids were so maybe they were teenagers and it was kind of just like a joke thing to have pork yeah. but i think realistically the suggestion there was pork chop babysat children that needed to be watched and helped a human being learn how to walk (laughs) i think this was like the funniest moment in either of these episodes oh no okay no 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 okay actually it was funny but it upset me too because i was like how is this town turning on this dog that has apparently done so much for everyone yeah i think that goes back to the story just being a little little bit of a stretch it was a little big for Doug. yeah but still yeah. Um, I thought Rugrats was really, it really had me laughing. Um, right right from the start, the first shot is a miserable looking employee at the mall blowing snow out of a fan <laughs> onto the kids. 
Uh, and then there's also another, when yeah. Angelica loses her mind on the fake mall Santa, it cuts very quickly to the guy working the camera. Yeah. And he's just got this, like, blank, like, <laughs> stunned expression on his face. And it's so relatable of just, like, witnessing someone's kid, like, just, like, lose their mind. And you're like, that, uh, that photographer has two good moments. That uh, and when he's taking the picture, he just kind of looks like down on the dumps yeah, guy yeah. really does not want to be taking <laughs> yeah. photos of kids and oh, Santa it's... and you can just kind of see his like dead tired <laughs> eyes yeah. taking the photo in the corner yeah. he's he's almost too real <laughs> yeah I, we know this person um, like I mentioned I thought it was really funny when Angelica's just screaming run for your lives when she pulls off the Santa's beard yeah that was a good um, one I like Chucky's dad I like Chaz reminiscing about um how all he got when he was a kid was a rubber glove and a tongue depressor, like, <laughs> which is just funny coming from Chaz. Um, there's a moment where Angelica is screaming at Cynthia for not having good enough answers about whether she's going to get coal, and I think that was funny. Um... Daddy? Yeah, sugar? Is it true that if you're a bad little kid, Santa Claus will give you a lump of coal instead of presents? Sure is, pumpkin. <clears throat> Sweet dreams, princess. Care what they say, Cynthia. That guy Santa can't possibly know that trick I played on Phil and Lil. Can he? Caddy? Of course not. What a great trick I played. Dumb old Santa. Great trick. Cat no. Oh, uh, one one really weird thing in the episode was the later that day pop-up as if it was like a yes, new episode and it, it really caught me <laughs> off guard and then it kind of made me laugh and like oh like they're still sticking to the format no matter what um grandpa grandpa had a really funny line when they were deciding like when they very quickly decide that they're going to throw together this cabin trip uh they all say what they're gonna do and how it's gonna help and then grandpa's like and i'm gonna pour myself two eggnogs and fall asleep on the couch <laughs> Oh, Grandpa's yeah. always... He's got it. Yeah, he's, the Grandpa, the grandpa yeah. is good. Um, you got your classic, to Tommy and Chucky mispronouncing chimney as chimney, uh, yeah. which made me giggle. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the episode is this one. It all started when the first present was given by the pilgrims a long, long time ago. After that, everybody started giving presents. Even the Easter Bunny started giving them until Santa slapped him with a lawsuit. So anyway, what I'm trying to say... Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> There, there is Come nothing on. in Doug that funny. Um, I, I disagree. I think I, this was I, the funniest thing in either oh, of the episodes. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Especially because it caught me so off guard. Yeah, it's like, what? Um, what I The clip I started the episode with of Angelica calling the if you're depressed for the holidays hotline and her forcing the guy to say he works for Santa and then him like having to decide whether she's going to get cold or not, and then him just being like, oh, yeah, you are. Uh, I just thought that was, like, very funny, kind of dry. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, I think there was a lot of really funny moments throughout, um, consistently funny throughout, where Doug felt, like, a little bit of a drag with a few... There's no doubt. Laughs. There's no doubt. Doug was not supposed to be a funny episode mm -hmm. on the whole. The the uh, guard eating the the cupcake was kind of funny, and Skeeter's reaction, and just the weirdness of us never coming back to Skeeter to find out what <laughs> happened to him. It's just bad storytelling. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess you can make you can 
I get you're making a case, but I just to me there's no doubt in my mind this is. There's more humor going on in Rugrats, but uh, I would say that it's not it as did... funny as the less it less like in Doug them not trying to go for it as hard. You know, Rugrats everything is a joke, but they're not all that funny. I oh, feel. I think I've. I, They're not all I, I genuinely, I just genuinely disagree. I, I think the jokes are really well written in uh, Rugrats. Um, I think Angelica, like her, her, hmm. her, her hmm. I, I, strange who that I genu- you would I know, uh, I know, defend Angelica. I know. Here. I genuinely, I gen, oh, sorry, I generally don't like Angelica, um, but her like manic, because she's got something to be worried about here. So it's like a little bit. A little bit like the pressures on Angelica in this episode, and so like her having to figure out how to deal with this, uh, her franticness in this episode is a little funnier than her just like she has her mean moments, which I don't like, but um, she also has some pressure on her in this one, mm-hmm. which I like. What a great trick, Cynthia! Phil's gonna get a reptile space helmet for Christmas, but he doesn't have his reptile doll. And Lil's gonna get crayons, but she doesn't have her coloring book. <laughs> I'm bad, Cynthia. Real bad. I don't know how I feel about this whole turnaround on Angelica here, but okay. <laughs> all right, all right. No further questions. Um, okay, let's let's talk about the Christmas spirit. Okay. Um, I think there's no denying it was present in both episodes fairly strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, in Doug, uh, I think it comes through just in the winter setting, the decorations. Um, yeah, but that's all setting. But it also adds to the Christmas spirit. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Alan Moo's baked good weapons added to that Christmas feeling. Then this is all we have. A delightful holiday cupcake, but concealed inside is a smoke bomb. You simply pull off the cherry and throw. Perfect. Um, and also just the story itself was that, again, that sad Christmas story with, like, the resolved ending. Like, ah, it all worked out in the end. Yeah, but this is a kid show. Um, we're talking about Christmas spirit here. What, In a kid's that? show. So? What? You're saying, like, it's that, like, sad story that yeah. you want, but I'm definitely not turning on Nickelodeon to feel sad. Not always, but a sad one here and there can be good. Mm. Futurama. Uh, not Nickelodeon. The dog episode. I'm just giving you another example. Yeah, Jurassic Park is a beautiful episode. Yeah, but that episode does not end happy. <laughs> no, that doesn't. At that, all. Yeah, that doesn't end happy. <laughs> um, but also... Uh, we find out that Doug has a personal connect, a couple personal connections to Christmas. One, he received pork chop on Christmas. That's so great Christmas. Memory. It was hopeless. The trial was the next day. I spent all night trying to come up with some other way to save him. But all I could think about was the Christmas when I got pork chop. <laughs> and then last Christmas, when he gave me this journal. And two. <laughs> Uh, Porkchop gave him his journal on Christmas. Which I mean, the entire show. Yeah, really. it doesn't get any more serious than that, I guess. Um, right. Also, it's just, I mean, you get the distinct impression that it's taking place during Christmas, and everybody's talking about Christmas pretty much every time you see them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a Christmas-themed episode. Like, it's pretty blatant 
in your face. I, I would go back to what I said is that there's a lot of Christmas stuff in it, but it doesn't. It You're can be. It could be this, any like, episode of room and this uh, kind of like the town coming together uh, aren't evocative of Christmas stories. It can be worked into. It can be worked into a Christmas story, but pork chop, pork chop saving or slash attacking BB is and then being put on trial and potentially killed, and then Doug just defending Porkchop is not not really a Christmas story. Okay, well... When like, it could stand independent of his own. Like I been see what you're saying. I mean, I think it would have been a lot blander had it not been taking place during Christmas. It's just been an episode and of And it wouldn't have made any <laughs> sense, because um, the town would have no reason to, like, be so against him. Part of the reason why they were so against him is because it was Christmas, and they're like trying to be done with this whole thing which i found amusing yes yeah the hypocrisy the... of the christmas spirit really. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean i'm uh, i'll quote a character from doug who i think shares my sentiment okay. about the episode her name's mrs spindle and doug knocks on her door and she says this this is christmas it's no time for petitions and legal business it's time for presents and cookies and strudel and but mrs spindle this is supposed to be a happy time this is not happy save it for after the holiday but by then it'll be too late you should have thought of that before and then she slams that door in his face <laughs> Kind of a meta moment there in Doug where it was self-aware. <laughs> yeah, like the writers got like so far into the episode, like, is there going to be anything? Like... <laughs> I guess for me it was just a, it just felt like a Christmas episode. Everything about it. All right. All right. Um, for for Rugrats, I, I thought there was just a, like a lot of stuff you could relate to as far as Christmas. Going to the mall to see Santa. Yeah. yeah it's weird that they had both had a mall setting. Yeah. It's like... I'm guessing no longer a thing in yeah. shows. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, really. you definitely still take kids to see Santa. Right? Yeah. Where, sure. where do you go? Um, you can go. To, I mean, you can go to a mall. You can go. I know, like now, like stores that sell like plants and trees will have mm. Santa set up. That's what um, well to bring people in to buy trees. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so they're yeah. there's they're still out there. The, the of course the idea of making a Christmas list to have ready for Santa. Yeah. Um, the, I think there was, there was a couple instances where they break out and like singing Christmas songs. So you got that Christmas song feel. Um, I, I pointed this out just because it doesn't seem like a Christmassy thing, but separating the parents and the adults throughout the episode is like, really like, it reminds me of the holidays of like the kids are with the kids, the adults are with the adults. Normal thing for Rugrats. It is. Nothing. (laughs) It is. But it just like, when I was watching, I'm like, yeah, that's how it would be on the holiday. Uh, Yeah. Um, it reminded me of like I would just hang out with my cousins and my parents would be in a separate room with other yes. adults eh, struck me as holiday ish uh, as I've mentioned a couple times it really hits over the Santa gift giving system I mean this is a Christmas episode this is <laughs> this is about Santa it's about how the gifts how gift giving works um, it's about keeping the fantasy of Santa alive for kids um, that that like whatever it takes for these kids not to be scared of Santa and to embrace the spirit of the, the holiday like this that's what this ep- I, and this whole episode's essence is based around like what people traditionally okay. love as Christmas I feel like Rugrats is just like typical Christmas and Doug is a little more they tried to do a little more with it 
Like, Rugrats took the easy route. Doug was, like, took the hard road. I think... Doing an original, like... Well, I think the approach... Not, not leaning on Christmas I, well, I, to... I agree the approaches are different. Rugrats took, like... They, they wanted an episode about Christmas, and they had, like, four or five storylines about Christmas. And Doug is one single story about a dog biting BB's leg <laughs> and finding out whether he's going to die or I not. I could just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I have underlined here in my notes, I could euthanizing say, a dog is not Christmas. I could say... <laughs> I, could, I mean, I this is depressing say, stuff. No, no everybody, kid is... Everything about... Christmas has that, though, that depressing side to it. For anybody who it's not, like, happy. Yeah, the Rugrats address that with that commercial. Feeling depressed around the holidays? Give us a call. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> That's um, really more realistic because, like, people are just sitting home alone and feeling sad and... That so that commercial shows that that's what people will be dealing with. But people Doug aren't dealing more, with a dog going Doug, to court. Doug is more about like serious problems that in that inevitably kind of come up in your life during think, the holidays. I don't mean this specific problem. I just yeah. mean like during the holidays, it can be a more depressing time for some people and harder to deal with. I don't know. Totally. Like yeah, I agree with that concept. I don't think Doug does a good job with that. I just concept. think that's the feeling versus the Rugrats feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 yes, no doubt. The approaches are uniquely different Christmas type stories. Yeah. Um, but when we're talking Christmas spirit, Doug <laughs> makes me feel sad for eighteen minutes, and Rugrats makes me feel like hol- like the holiday feel the whole time. Uh, okay. Cutting down trees and you know, decorating Rugrats, trees it's, and it's, again, it's, having a dinner it's together. It's what you expect from a Christmas episode. You get what you expect with Rugrats. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, okay. Is a negative thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the person, I guess. Um, I mean, the Doug ending felt very forced uh, as far as like a what? Christmas feel. Like they dra- So they go back to the lake yeah. to explain to the people what we already knew had happened. Um, and then everybody, oh my gosh, well, Porkchop is a hero and the town goes crazy. I disagree and that felt forced. I mean, I thought it... It's done in like I a minute and a half. They like, they force it into the end of the episode. That's what he was doing. He was trying to keep Evie away from the thin eyes. Porkchop! Well, it is the resolution. I mean, I didn't think it f- felt like it just happens in one second. It was stretched out long enough to get oh, the ha- picture. Oh, it happens fast. Oh it happens fast. <laughs> yeah, in like 30 seconds or something, you know. I, in, in a 20-minute 20 20 episode, episode, that's, that's really like, fast. But what more did you want after that? Like, what would you have liked? An episode about Christmas. <laughs> it's that's during like, the Christmas that's like season. The Christmas, it's not about that's like the Christmas cr- specifically. That's what it's that's strong the Christmas suited, you so. get the last minute and a half of the episode. <laughs> no, the whole episode is Christmas. There's Christmas decorations. That's it. It's happening during Christmas time. Uh-huh. Everybody's talking about Christmas. Okay. What more? I mean, that's not Christmas spirit. What though. is Rugrats Christmas spirit? I don't know. It's it's this sense of it's this whole sense of Christmas, the holiday of of bringing <laughs> bringing it alive for the kids and ha- having people pretend to be Santa and but uh, Doug's gift an giving older kid, so and, of course and figuring would... out the the mythology of Santa through Grandpa and through Tommy and Chucky trying to figure yeah, so out it's Santa. Santa. It's about Santa, you know. And gift it's giving, Christmas. yeah, and, I know and, gift and, giving again, and, and it's really again. to me. I think it is about Christmas spirit. Like, do you can you keep it alive for kids? 
And Christmas is, you know, it's, I mean, it's for everyone, but these are two kid shows, and I like that it's about... You like that it's just very lighthearted. You don't like the, the stronger stuff. I, that's fine. Yeah, I prefer not to cry on Christmas. I don't think it's Christmas. better, necessarily. <laughs> there is, there is, no joke, There, there's a, com- before there's a commercial break in Doug, there's a sequence where he imagines standing at Porkchop's grave, uh, and then it cuts back to Doug weeping. Yeah. And it cuts to commercial. That's what you get from Doug. A very serious... Isn't his grave like his igloo? <laughs> yeah, it's like a tiny, like... It, I, I Listen, if that's your thing, it's your thing. It's not what I need out of a Christmas episode. I know, you want it to be all lighthearted and happy, but not everything is that way. <laughs> no further questions. All right. All right, all right. Let's talk about the moral or, you know, what lessons did we learn? So for Judd, for, for Doug, I uh, nailed it down to judge not or no good deed goes unpunished. Not necessarily, um, like, uh, the morals that you want to live by, I guess, but, um, but... (laughs) Ah, Christmas. No good deed goes unpunished. (laughs) It was an interesting part of the episode. Like, like, Porkchop, you know, gets in this bad situation from doing something good. So it was a little weird, like, that. But, um... I think that Doug kind of like fighting for Porkchop and trying to convince the whole town that Porkchop is good is like the stick by your friends kind of theme. And yeah, I think that's a really strong in that episode and really good. Okay. Um, I saw the Rugrats moral as don't trust the media. This would, <laughs> this would be, this would be Donald Trump's episode, you know, fake news. Uh, the, the spreading of fake news with like the the documentary they make like they have that mock where Doug walks by the TV and like all this fake news about pork chop spreading, uh, you know. So like this this per- well that's this, like this, this don't per- judge, perpetuation of misinformation, uh, very cynical stuff. I guess uh, that was the uh, don't judge for me. Like don't yeah, judge it, too quickly. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. But I mean, this episode it spins it's out of lesson. control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good like. Uh, that's the moral there. It's the. Don't it's a good believe. timely lesson, I think. Don't okay. believe you know. exactly what the and media be careful. tells you. Yeah, and be careful to make quick judgments. And the court yeah. of public opinion is very real. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, by the way, we didn't talk about it at all, but that that um, that show with the dramatized pork chop, yeah, is is kind of funny. The show with the where they they show uh, what happened at the lake, <laughs> like oh, a, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. like a reenact, like, yeah. yeah, big mean looking bulldog, <laughs> bulldog. Like, <laughs> just, like, like, just shaking BB like across the ice back and forth. And... Um, yeah, I said the moral of Rugrats is, as I've said a couple times, it's just about keeping the Christmas spirit alive for kids. I think like what matters on Christmas is kids and this this feeling of um, giving giving them some happiness and time to feel like what it, it, the importance of family and being around family. I like that. Like there's, they stress that like this whole episode, they are with their friends and family. They travel together. They, they want to plan together. Um, besides Angelica's mom, uh, who is yeah, doing yeah. her business. Thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, and then Santa pretty much states what he believes the moral of the episode is at the end, which is, 
um, trying to do good matters just as much as the initial deed of doing good. I didn't get a lump of coal! <laughs> you know, sometimes trying to be good is as important as being good in the first place. Well, gotta go. Another 900 million children on my list. <laughs> um, so, I like, I like that too of like, the point of Christmas is um, not just like, doing good uh, well, well, it is like it's it, the point of the whole point of like the holiday is like to treat others good and to try okay. to be good. Yeah, I agree with that. And I can get behind that. The uh, and I mean the family thing is again a common Rugrats theme. I mean that's pretty much every episode. The family's doing stuff together, mm -hmm. which is fine. It's just you know we see it every episode. It's not necessarily specific but in, to this episode but in this episode they're unified by the fact that like christmas like this is a the thing they're unified by is like how do we make christmas special for the kids and i think i think that's like yeah i think that's important i mean I, it's always about the kids though i think usually why they're unified yeah i mean sometimes the parents don't play into the moral of the story at all yeah sometimes yeah. and okay. and um yeah yeah okay Maybe maybe I, I, pork chop should have just let BB fall through that ice. <laughs> he probably should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what I would have done. <laughs> I did like that she falls in at the end. Finally, like yeah. it was an interesting uh, way to resolve I think that things. Was their way of like, like real good BB. Yeah. Like, yeah, good work, BB. Although pork chop was like trying real hard yeah. to get away to help her. But. Although BB. Like by the end is like pretty much trying to say like she gets what happened and that yeah, like, poor chop trying wasn't to trying to right hurt her. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, they shut her up in court. Yeah. Like, yeah. And again, yeah. that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, I think both episodes kind of have their own moral. I think, yeah. kind of going back to Christmas spirit, the moral, the moral of your story is a good moral, but it could be of any story. Not necessarily needs to be a Christmas story. I think yours is the same way. Oh, I don't think so, because I think part of my moral is, like, what it means to keep the Christmas spirit alive. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think yours is, like, it could be any story. It could be applied to any story. It doesn't have, It's not Christmas-specific. It would be weird to have a episode not about Christmas. To be where fair, morals can be applied to any story. Yeah, but there's... I know. That's what I'm trying to argue. <laughs> like, so can yours, yeah. but so can Doug. That's what he said. No, 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 but the more... Like, I'm saying the phrasing of the moral of this story has to include the word Christmas. What was it? That keeping the Christmas spirit alive for kids is important. Like, it's about kids. Oh, your moral? You mean? Yeah. yeah. Your... I mean, I could make up a moral that has Christmas No, 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 but it. that was what the episode was about. Um, I mean, that's... That's the whole resolution. You can make that argument. Well, <laughs> I will also note that this episode ends with an epic Santa sleigh sweep that says Merry yes. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, that's the Christmas ending <laughs> I like. Both episodes kind of had their own individual Christmas thing. Rugrats was, uh, the theme song was Christmasized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Doug had like a little Christmas card at the end of mm. the episode. Yeah. yeah, nice. They also had some like Doug esque Christmas jingles throughout it. Yeah, a little like, fancy Doug. Mm. Like, yeah. Jingle bells or whatever. Yeah. Uh, both these episodes should, should be noted received their own VHS tapes. Oh, so, like, when nice. um, they came out, they were. Time shot? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so they were I think they said they were like one of the more popular uh, both episodes mm. of both shows were the more, like a popular VHS hmm. at the time so okay uh, I uh I guess I feel like I've never been it like into Christmas episodes in particular. No, I feel like they're good during Christmas, but year the rest of the year I don't even want to see them. Like oh, get these boy. out of my face during the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean that is the problem though with any of the themed episodes. Well, Halloween ones I feel like I could practically watch anytime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my my feeling. Full <laughs> feeling. Well, you know. mentioned Twilight Zone. That's yeah, a, that's a great. That is a very good one, but I prefer it during Christmas. Okay, still. all right, it, fair enough. No further questions. All right, well, it's time for Brett to kind of break down yeah. what he took away uh, and how he thought the argument went. All right, let's do this. So for story, um, both were very good stories, uh, but for my judgment, I went with how well it dealt with Christmas. Um, so unfortunately, because Andrew's story could have stood alone on its own, I have to go with Rugrats on this one. Um, Just the whole story had to do with Christmas. Not one bit of it was not Christmas. So, point Rugrats. I respect that. (laughs) Not to say that, you know, Doug's story wasn't good. It is a good story. But, you know, as Joey really drove home, you know, it's a story about a kid saving his dog from getting killed in the court of law. Could have (laughs) happened... That could have happened. Well, I mean, he couldn't have. There wouldn't have been ice, but you know, something could have happened in May. I, it just so happened to happen around Christmas. So, for the sake of it being a Christmas story, okay. Rugrats <laughs> setting. I uh, went with Doug on this one. Uh, I enjoyed the different um, aspects of his house, from being outside on a lake playing hockey. Um, yeah. Yeah, the lake, the, the playing hockey was nice. The uh, dog pound I thought was very well done. Um, I realize it has nothing to do with Christmas, but <laughs> I just I really enjoyed it. I thought there was more things to do. Um, Doug walking around his little town, um, Mr. Dink's house being decorated uh, to the nines, basically. And <laughs> yeah. That was actually kind of a funny scene where they show his house. And then they pan over to Doug's house. Yeah. There's nothing there. His house is like radiating. Um, and then him trying to figure out how to get the signatures and being all excited, whatever. Uh, I would say, I, versus being over, uh, I would agree totally. Setting, um, like, it was really fun to see Bluffington like yeah. lit up. And that last aerial shot when they pull out, yeah. it's like lit up. Um, so, again. When you go to the Rugrats, I mean, it's their house. It's a cabin. Yeah. It's pretty much their house, just with higher ceilings. <laughs> uh, humor. Uh, I think this one's very obvious. Um, even though there were a few funny moments that were really funny in the Doug episode, um, the Rugrats episode was nonstop jokes um, that were really good that dealt with Christmas. Um, Did you have a favorite? A favorite one? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed, in the end of the episode, the kind of two adults being dumb about not realizing that oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. the real Santa was there. Yeah, Chaz and Drew having to kind of, like, yeah. confer, like, they, wait a second. They piece it together. <laughs> I thought that was pretty humorous. Um, so that's going to Rugrats. The Christmas Spirit. 
again, this one has to go to the Rugrats because it is all about the spirit of Christmas. Um, the Doug episode, although that's a very kind of classic Christmas type story, um, kind of in the Scrooge way, or it's a wonderful life where you have this kind of depressing spirit, but then coming together with your family. I mean, yeah, I guess so, but um, I think the having the faith in Santa and being with your family and trying to keep that together for your kids and what have you, it's more of a Christmas spirit. So that's another one for Rugrats, which gives that one the victory. Mm. Um, but I guess we'll go to morals because the moral of the Doug episode wins. The idea of like this town just like rallying against this dog for its own selfish reasons because they want to go home to their families um, is weird because it is Christmas. <laughs> and I get like that's kind of the running gag. I mean, they basically flat out say it with the, what was her name? Uh, Bibi? No, the lady that said, like, this is a happy time. Oh, Miss Spindell? <laughs> um, <laughs> when Doug goes to visit Miss Spindell, and she's like, this is supposed to be a happy time. I don't want to hear yeah. about this. And you just see Doug, like, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah. Like, can't you think about, like, stop being so selfish? <laughs> like, all I need is your signature. Like, yeah. Um, so kind of, like, you know, listen to that other person who's having problems. Maybe. Whereas... And Rugrats, the moral was really like, believe in Santa and be good. That's cool, I guess. But like, this is like dealing with other people. Okay. Um, which is a common theme in Christmas movies of those types. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Rugrats wins this round. Um, yeah, very good. I, I mean... do want to add something that I enjoyed about both of these episodes that you don't find too often in cartoon Christmas stories which they were original stories yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really care when it's just a classic Christmas story just with those characters portraying yeah. those other characters or whatever. like forcing them to do like the story of like Scrooge or, right yeah which yeah. could have very easily have happened. It would be like a standalone episode that has nothing to do with anything and doesn't take part to yeah. make in their reality, if you will. Yeah. Or their universe. Yeah. There is the Gift of the Magi thing. That thing where, like, one person gives up something to get a gift for the mm -hmm. other person. Mm -hmm. that, you know. Yeah. I don't um, think that was the crux of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, all right. Well, yeah. Um, well debated. Yeah. <laughs> I um. I think this is two in a row now for Joey winning the. Uh, oh boy. Well, Brett Ralston. Does. <laughs> uh, I think I because when we agreed on the episodes, I don't think either of us had watched them in a yeah, long time, yeah. and I think I just lucked out with a more Christmassy episode. It was a very Christmas heavy episode. Yeah. Hard to compete with the amount of Christmas shoved yeah. down your throat. And and like <laughs> and again, nothing. I love Doug, but like it did strike me as a for Doug very somber yeah. episode yeah, at, it definitely at was. points. Um and I <laughs> Normally, I'm not always in the mood for that, I guess. But on the other hand, like I do like that they're not sugarcoating things for kids too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're getting right. into serious stuff that you can like think about as a kid. And, yeah, you know. 
Uh, one other moment I did like in Rugrats, I just thought of uh, when they're trying to stay awake um, oh, yeah. for Santa. That was something yes, I that was very good. really relate to. Like, I'm staying up tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and then, like, you just can't. Yeah, that <laughs> moment in particular was, like, very vivid. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know, do, ha- having that similar moment in my life, I yeah. guess. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. And I also really like... Um, the animation in Rugrats in this. I mean, it's pretty early still. I just really kind of like how it looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the kids are really goofy looking and still, yeah. I don't know. We didn't debate animation because that's more about the shows yeah. than these episodes, but the, yeah, this Rugrats episode like, was really striking. Yeah. Um, and that has to do with tone too, like that muted tone of Doug. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if it helped. Yeah, I mean, I think they were almost just trying to go for their own, their original Christmas story. And, you know, it was not 100% effective, but uh, <laughs> but I enjoy I enjoyed both episodes more than I kind of anticipated. Yeah. Um, I feel like just Christmas episodes for me, they're harder to get right. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, happy we talked about them, two yeah. good episodes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Nickelodeon holiday episodes out there. A couple people have written to us wanting to hear about um, the Rugrats Quan- or Hanukkah episode. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, that's, I was thinking of that. Yeah, Doug didn't tap into that. that. Yeah, that's some... that's a good one. People have really a couple people have asked about Hey Arnold uh, uh, Christmas uh, episode. Um, so there's like we know there's a lot out there. Yeah. I mean, there's a Eureka's Castle I kind of wanted to do. <laughs> uh, there's a Blue's Clues. Uh, I, so like almost every Nickelodeon yeah. show has a Christmas episode. We just. I know October we packed full. We just didn't have yeah. time this time around to pack December full. Um, but we do have one more Christmas uh, episode to talk about. Uh, so what are we doing next yeah. week? Uh, we're going to be talking about the Rocco's Modern Life Christmas episode. Yeah, um, Rocco's, Mo- Rocco's Modern Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Should have guessed that. Um, <laughs> Joe Murray really screwed, you know, just going basic. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be good. I mean, I, yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time, mm-hmm. but I still remember parts of it very vividly. Yeah. So I, I think we're really going to enjoy this one. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, so, yeah, we'll be talking um, Rocco's Modern Christmas. Uh, besides that, um, just kind of a preview bef- of what we're doing pretty much for the rest of the month because we want you guys to be involved if you'd like. Um, the last two episodes of the month, we're going to be doing our year in review 2017. So we're going to take a look back at this year and some of our favorite stuff uh, that's happened this year. And then we're also going to have kind of a second part where Andrew and I just sit down and we talk about kind of like what we've talked about on the podcast so far. So kind of a uh, retrospective. Any uh, regrets? Regrets. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Krebstar- <laughs> uh, we'll talk Krebstars if we have any uh, reservations of <laughs> our ratings. Um, favorite moments, perhaps. Um, and, you know, so we, we want to hear from you guys, too. And so, actually, either for the year in review 2017 or for, like, our big couch, uh, big orange couch retrospective, if you want to send us something we're happy to read it but if you want to like record yourself talking about anything you like this year or about the podcast um record yourself uh, email it to us orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com or through twitter uh and we'll play it on the episode here because we we literally want to hear from <laughs> yeah, you guys yes um we think it's kind of a fun way to end the year you know uh, it's 2017 has been a long year in many ways and uh, we we'd like to include you guys as uh, we wrap out a, wrap up our first year of the podcast yeah 
Um, so we'll, we'll remind you again next week, but uh, it would only take a second of your time to record something and shoot, us our, shoot it our way, so it could be fun. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, like I mentioned, email is the best way. So that's orangecouchpodcast at gmail. We're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, and uh, there's a whole bunch of ways to listen to us, Podbean, iTunes. Uh, and leave us a review. If you're so nice, tell a friend. Spread, spread that holiday spirit, people. Uh, Give the gift of Big Orange Couch. <laughs> it's free to subscribe to. Um, Brett, thank you for being yeah, here. Always a pleasure. It's great. Have a happy new year. Perhaps you'll send us um, a recorded audio. Maybe I, maybe I will. Maybe I'll, uh, that's how I'll get on a different episode. <laughs> All right. Okay, see you next time.